Blog Talk Radio. We have the new music of blues queen Jackie Vinson, and we also talked to Dream On, the sardonic valley girl who could be the love child of David Bowie and Wonder Woman. Stay tuned. This is going to be lots of fun. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts a global platform for musicians, for fans, and for the industry executives, and also especially for you. And it's also brought to you by MySanFelipeVacation.com, your source for great getaways in the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Hepernan. This is your show. These bands are here to talk with you, so you can call in 347-215-7511 or email us. Music Friday Live at gmail.com. And we want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. And also to those of you listening to us on Stitcher or iTunes or on the Artistic Network in London. Of course, you'll be hearing us tomorrow because it's today. And, well, you know what I mean. If you're listening live and you have questions, call in. Otherwise, send us an email and we'll forward it. Well, I have had the pleasure of seeing our next guest live and interviewing her twice here at Music Friday Live. She's that much fun. And what is even more fun is that she has a new EP out, which we are going to give your ears a peek at. And, of course, I'm talking about Jackie Vincent, the Austin-based blues guitarist and singer and songwriter known for her smoky voice and her unreal guitar chops. We can talk later about her education at the renowned Berklee College of Music, her experience with classical piano, her two, two world tours, and all that other stuff. But most of all, we want to talk to her about her new EP, Transcends. Jackie, welcome back to Music Party Live. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Okay. And, and thank you for being um, um, available at the last minute here. I really appreciate it because I know you got yeah, a show no today. And we want to make sure that all of our, um, our our listeners know about your your new show tonight. But first of all, your new EP is called Transcends. What are you transcending? Um, I think I know, but I'd like to hear it from you. I'm transcending negativity, just in <laughs> okay. all its forms. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, you know, from listening to the music, I can I can tell exactly that's what's happening. Yep, it's kind of like a it's kind of like an anthem to positive thinking, self acceptance, and manifestation, manifesting good things in your life, and keeping the good energy flowing. Well, the title song kind of tells a little bit of a story, so let's listen and then talk about the story and the commentary embedded in it. This is transcends. Yeah. Turn this that hunted us down. 
Well, that 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 song starts with "Shot My Brother" and then talks about making us turn on ourselves, divide and conquer, fires to fight. Um, sounds like you're not happy there. So, what's going on in that song? Oh well, it's not that I'm not happy. It's just that I'm observing how negativity and wickedness manifests itself in in different forms. Sometimes it manifests itself in the ter- in the way of, you know, um, like murder and not justice, and, and like injustice towards the people who who perpetrated the murders. Sometimes it manifests itself um, by by the people turning against their own people. You know, it's like. It, it 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 pops up in so many different ways, and the only way to fight it is for us to manifest and promote and preach positivity and love. Um, is so it's this... actually kind of like a it's not really a like a bittersweet song. It's like look, all this all this stuff is happening and all this bad stuff is happening, but we can we can we have the power to do something about it. Is this a um a, a kind of a new direction for you? Um... Uh, I could, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't recall a lot of social commentary in your earlier work. It, it's not really a, a new direction. It's not like I'm going to just start start preaching this stuff nonstop and not ever sing about anything else. But it is something that I believe in, and, is, and it is a part of who I am. So it is a theme that will pop up from time to time. I, I decided to make the entire EP about this simply because I really wanted the title track of the EP to be transcends. And I felt like an EP with a title track like that probably needed to have some kind of a theme. <laughs> okay. So right. I kind of compiled, I compiled all the songs that I hadn't released yet that support this theme into an EP. If, if I would have had more songs that support this theme, then it would have been longer than an EP. But this is just how it worked out. And I just knew that I wanted an EP called Transcends. I just thought that's kind of cool. <laughs> and, I, and I love it, too. And actually, right now, I'm going to contradict myself because I want to play an right. earlier song of yours called Lost in Time, which has a little bit of that theme in it, too. Here's Lost in Time. Uh, so, so I thought I'd let you know, it looks like this show is going to be a sexy show, you know what I'm saying? You're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. in that is, is absolutely addictive. I'm, I could listen to it all day. In fact, I did yesterday. Um, you, <laughs> nice. You've got um, some li- lyrics in there that I want to read. Um, Young woman emancipation, finally free to chase your dreams, but others will tell you you can't. Now, in that song, you lament the loss and transcends, you pick up the fight. Um, does this reflect yeah. changes in you or changes in society or both? It definitely reflects changes in me, for sure. It's it's a uh, it's something as I've grown up. I used to I used to surrender a lot more. I used to be like, oh okay, well I guess that door's closed. I guess I can't go through it, you know. 
they closed the door on me. I guess that's the end. But now I'm like, no, you know, like, I guess like, you know, I got, I got a lot of fight in me now because I've had too many doors slammed in my face and I'm starting to get tired of it. And so, uh, so yes, it definitely reflects a change in me. I'm a lot, I'm a lot more, uh, I guess, uh, aggressive, but not in a, not in a physical violent way, but just a lot more aggressive with the things that I want. Cause you know, it's like, what do I have to lose? You know what I'm saying? Uh, whereas when I was younger, I was a little bit more timid. You, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine somebody dumb enough to slam a door in your face, but I guess there are people like that. <laughs> no, it happens all the time, my friends, but I, I just, I don't put up with it anymore. You know, I don't Good put up with you. it anymore. I used to, and I don't anymore. So, Good and it you. does, and it will, that will continue to, the changes in me as a person will always be translated into my music, always, as long as I continue to write music from the heart. Um, but, yeah, and as far as society goes, I don't really know if it's a, change in the if it was the reflection of the society I, I feel like it is because I feel like a lot of people are getting fed up in society now I, I don't know if you've noticed but people are people are standing up and they're just not having it anymore yeah no I, so I have no maybe it is maybe it uh-huh. is yeah maybe it is uh, yeah, yeah. In, in listening to this album it's I, I could tell there's and, and correct me if I'm wrong here obviously you're the artist but I can tell that there's a little bit of of change in the way you're approaching music. It seems like in some ways it's a little bit more subdued. You, you play higher keys. Um, the arrangements are more stripped down. There are fewer howling guitar solos. There seems to be more emphasis yes. on the lyrics and on your voice. Are you experimenting here or is this just what this album is? And then you'll go do other things other ways, other times. It, it is, it's a, it's a, a result of, of this producer I worked with in Austin named Michael Ramos. He, he point when we were doing the transcend EP together, he's like, look, a recording is a recording and the live show is a live show. Live show. You can do whatever you want. If you want to play a 20 minute guitar solo on a live show, then so be it. You can. However, he made the point that it's really hard to capture people with a recording with, when you try to make the recording the way that you do the live show with the exception of live recordings, obviously, but when it comes to a studio recording, it's like it's a totally different medium. It's kind of like a book is a book and a movie is a movie. You know what I'm saying? You're not ever going to be able to make a book into a movie. You're going to have to adapt the book for a movie, but you're not going to be able to make the book into a movie. You just can't do that. Totally different mediums. And so it just got me thinking. I'm like, you know, maybe I should, when I'm in the studio, maybe I should go and really focus. I'm going to start paying attention to the recordings that I love the most. And I'm going to try and get the art of recording down. I'm not just going to go into the studio and lay down songs the way I play them live. That's not the right way to do it. It's not the right approach. It's like you have to respect the fact that it is a studio and, and that you have to be really thoughtful about the arrangements that you use and about, you know, how long do you want that introduction to last? Do you want it to be two bars? Do you want it to be eight bars? If it's eight bars, does it lose you when you listen to it? Or do you find yourself drifting off? You know, you don't ever want to lose people with a recording. So now whenever I do recordings or listen back, if if I get lost, if I get the urge to pick up my phone during a certain section, well, you know what? There's something <laughs> wrong with that section. You know what I mean? If, if I'm the one who's creating it and I pick up my phone during the second half of the second verse, maybe we should just cut that second half of the second verse out. If I'm the composer and I'm losing my attention, yep. then there's something wrong. And that's, that's how I've been yeah. thinking about recording ever since. And, I actually am really grateful to Michael for bringing that up. I'm 
That's why I like working with different people. You get different perspectives, but I really do completely agree with them. It, it's interesting to, to to hear you make the distinction between live and recording. I have a, a friend now who's a, a, um, currently in Mexico making her, her first full-length album, and she oh. is a, a, a absolutely stunning on stage, and she's posted recently that she's scared to death in the studio. And uh, I, Yeah, you know, that's a different focus thing. Me you know, you've got to be very careful. Yeah, that's uh, apparently. Yeah. Uh, you did mention um, that live is different, and we should remind people that you are on tour. You are playing live. In fact, you've yep. got a live gig here tonight in Los Angeles at the uh, yep. the Hotel Cafe. Pardon me? Yep, 7 p.m. Yep. at the Hotel Cafe. I'm looking forward to it. Seven, oh, and I've seen you at the Hotel Cafe, and you blow the roof off the place. So everybody who's listening <laughs> to us in Los Angeles – in Los Angeles, uh, you should be at the Hotel Cafe tonight. And let me remind everybody that you're listening to Music Friday Live. We are talking with Jackie Benson about her new EP, Transcends, and her tour, which, as we said, kicks off tonight in Los Angeles, the Hotel Cafe. And you can talk to her, too. You can call in, 347-215-7511. Some of you have already started emailing in. I guess you got some fans out there across the country who've got things to, to <laughs> say cool. to you, and we'll get, we'll get to those in a minute. Right now, I want to get back to music and to the Transcends EP. And, you know, there's some interesting lines in a song in there called Fight, along with a lot of oh, other, yeah, a lot of very interesting licks, too. So I want to, I want to play a, a little bit of Fight. Takes every little ounce of patience. I've worked so hard to make this. Focusing to the tears in my eyes. Gotta work, gotta change my life I wanna see higher I wanna grow further Open my eyes and fight the good fight Good fight I wanna die deeper I wanna love truer in that song got to work got to change my life got to open up my eyes and fight the good fight um yep. something wrong with your life i mean you seem to be doing pretty well there i mean you even have your own official jackie vinson day so what's the good fight you need to recognize and take on well the good fight is to constantly look at yourself constantly reflect even when even when you are doing good even when even when everybody loves you it's like there's always something to work on and there's always a way to improve no matter what, no matter what we're talking about. We could be talking about you personally, or we could talk, be talking about something that you do, maybe your career, maybe your hobby, maybe your passion. There's always room for improvement constantly, no matter what. And just the act of searching for that improvement, just the act of, of acting upon that improvement, people are going to notice that. And then they're going to wonder, hey, maybe I need to be working on myself too. Maybe I should go home and practice more. Maybe I should be nicer to my mom. I don't know. Like, It's like <laughs> when, when people see you working on yourself, they start to look at them, themselves as well. And it's a ripple effect. And so I, I heard from a 
from a psychic once that one power one person has the power to influence up to a hundred thousand people around them, whether it's wow. negative or positive. One person has the power to influence up to a hundred thousand people around them. So if I influence a hundred thousand people, that's actually the the if you do a hundred thousand and then every single one of those hundred thousand people also has the power to influence a hundred thousand more people around them, it, it gets it becomes exponential. It gets into the millions pretty quick. And mm-hmm. that's why I truly believe that working on yourself and being a positive influence in your network and in the people around you, wherever you live, whatever, et cetera, is the only real way to change the world. You know, you can't tell people to change. People have to decide on their own to change. But how can people decide on their own to change if you're not even trying to change? Well, speaking about uh, changing the world, you actually talk about changing the world in that song and, and how you have to change yes. yourself first. Um, so how would you like you to change the world? I would like people to be a little bit more compassionate towards other people and considerate. I would like I would like people to be constantly considering what their actions in real time, what how are your actions right this second affecting people around you? And if and if you find that they're affecting people negatively, well then you need to change that. Because if you put a negative impact on somebody or if you're putting out negative energy, that's a hundred thousand people that you might be influencing negatively. It could, it works the other way also. You know what I'm saying? It gets, it yeah. gets exponential in both ways. If you're negatively influencing a hundred thousand people, then here we have millions of people feeling that a negative impact. It works both ways. And um, so I just want people to be more compassionate and more considerate of other people and other creatures. Period. And like you know. just everything, life. Period. I want people to be more considerate. In, in listening to you describe the 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 hundred thousand person uh, impact and how that branches out, uh, means that you and all of us, I guess, but you because of of who you are and, and what you do, you have a responsibility. Do you yes, think about that? Indeed. Oh, I think about it all the time, and I'm constantly, you know, some. It gets to the point where it's gotten to the point, at least, where if I'm not feeling like it's like that rule, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it at all. Don't say anything at all. I feel that way about energy. If you don't have good energy to bring, don't bring anything. Do not bring yourself. Stay home. You know, it's gotten to the point where if I don't feel like I can be um, a positive impact on whatever place I'm going or whatever concert I'm playing, I don't want to do the concert and I don't want to go to the place. You know what I mean? I only okay. want to leave my house if I can bring positivity to the table. And, you know, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Some days, some days I have a bad day. And if I'm having a bad day and somebody calls up like, hey, come to this jam, come to this jam. If I don't think I'm going to be able to overcome whatever negativity I'm feeling that day, I'm going to say no because I don't want to go and drag everybody else down. Okay. All right. Good you know what you. I mean? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's. Let's go to some of the emails here because I know there's people listening out there waiting to hear their emails read on the air. Um, Rachel in San Francisco says wants to know. Oh, cool. Speaking of, of of negative energy, um, yeah. is being a girl in the blues world an advantage or a disadvantage? No, uh, it depends. Depends on the situation. It's uh, it just kind of is what it is. It it <laughs> okay. is uh, it is an advantage in 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 that I uh, I stand out sometimes. I mean, I'm not the only girl, so I don't no. always stand out. Sometimes there's a lot of girls. Um, 
it, it's a disadvantage in that I always have to have my guard up. You know, I'm always having to watch people and, and listen listen for microaggressions. And uh, it, it can be uh, it can be heavy sometimes, constantly having to keep an eye on every single person who wants to enter my life. So wow. in that way, no, it's not an advantage, an advantage but it's okay. What am I going to do about it? Not be a girl anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> like, no, no, no. Keep, that keep would be going terrible. and deal with stuff as it comes. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, some people, some people don't want to be a, a girl anymore, and I respect that, but I'm not one of those people. But, yeah, there's not really much I can do about it is the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> okay. Right. So, good. I just got to deal right, with that, Rachel. Sometimes it's um, good. Sometimes it's bad. <laughs> um Roscoe in L.A. says, um, I want to go to your show tonight. Could you tell us again what time you're on and which room are you in? Obviously, he's been to Hotel Cafe before. Oh, it's uh, 6.30 doors, 7 p.m. show, and I'm on the second stage. Okay, all right. And and let me just remind everybody who's in L.A. that, yes, the Oscars are being set up. Yes, Hollywood Boulevard is closed off. Yes, Highland Boulevard is closed off. But I checked today. This morning, and in fact, you can get to the Hotel K- Cafe without a problem. A lot of the usual parking lots are, are occupied. They're staging areas. Uh, you can park, actually, if, uh, a couple of blocks away in the parking lot by the arc light on sunset. But you should have no problems uh, getting to the Hotel Cafe, particularly at, at, at 630. So don't, so don't say, no, I don't want to buck with the, uh, the Oscars because uh, the way is open, and you certainly don't want to miss this show tonight. Okay, um, Rial in New York City um, wants to know, do you ever play acoustic guitar? I do sometimes play acoustic guitar, and if, usually on my solo show, if I'm doing a solo show. And it's funny that you're from New York City, because I'm actually going to be playing, a, I'm going to be in a, doing a month-long residency at Rockwood Music Hall oh. in April and May in New York City. And I will be playing my acoustic guitar and my electric guitar. And I also added a drum machine to my show, so that's going to be interesting. Acoustic <laughs> guitar and come check. <laughs> well, well, first of all, congratulations on the residency at Rockwood. That's 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 a nice uh, nice catch there. Good for you. Yeah, I'm stoked about it. I'm stoked about it. I'm going to spend a whole whole month in New York, and I'm just going to see what happens. You know, I don't really want to move there, but also there's a lot of great opportunities. So I figured the uh, the compromise would just be to spend a lot of time there. <laughs> Well, sure. Yeah, of course. If, of course, uh, I have to say that if, if there's ever a choice between um, moving from Austin to New York, I would stay in Austin. But if there's a choice between moving oh, between, yeah. uh, between Austin and Los Angeles, I don't know. L.A. might be, you know, something to look at. But anyway, <laughs> it might be. It might be. I, I, it if might I get be. the if I get the calling, I'll have to I'll have to seriously consider it. Yes. Okay. Well, speaking of Austin, uh, Bisquick in Atlanta, there's an interesting name, Bisquick, uh, wants to know, is he going to see you at South by Southwest? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to be everywhere during South by. I can't announce my shows until March 10th because of a show I have in Austin, but check my schedule on March 10th, and um, I'll I'll be posting all my South by appearances for sure there, so... Oh. Yeah, yeah I, be on the lookout on my website. I can't imagine you not being at South by. Right? Just, it's yeah, sort of no, I have, to, I have to be there. Okay. It is my it is in my front yard indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um Marchant in Seattle uh wants to know who your favorite old time blues player is. 
I'm gonna have to say, what is what? What do you mean by old time? Do you mean like 1900, early 1900s, or do you mean like like 40s and 50s above? For early 1900s, I'm probably gonna say Elizabeth Cotton, and for uh, for 1940s and later, I'm gonna have to say a Buddy Guy. Okay, all right, got that, Marshawn. Okay. And um, uh, Matter in um, Philadelphia wants to know, do you travel with a band? I do travel with a band when the budget allows. Sometimes I can't afford to travel with a band, which is why I would do that solo show, like, for example, in New York. You know, I'm going to have to spend all the money on just having a place to stay in New York for a month. (laughs) So I'm not going to be able to have a band there with me for most of that month. Um, So I'll be doing my solo show with the the looper pedal and the drum machine and my... uh, my acoustic guitar. However, sometimes I do travel with the band. Like tonight, for example, I don't have a full band, but I do have a pretty badass keyboard player with me. So uh, that's going to be pretty great. And they, uh, this, the same people I saw you live last year at Hotel Cafe. No, it'll be a different, different, uh, different person, and also okay. a different. Actually, you haven't seen anything like this. You're you're going to see something new, some something that you haven't seen me done at least do at least. I mean. But, okay. uh, yeah, sometimes I travel with the band, sometimes I don't. I'm going to be going to the Midwest in August. I'll have my band with me then. So it just depends on the tour and, and what we can pull off, you know. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm watching the clock here. My engineer is watching the clock and pointing out that we're getting close. So we do have one more song we want to play, and uh, this is Fast. Here we go. Emphasizes your voice so nicely, especially in the chorus where you're kind of overdubbed uh, and in the echo later in the song. Um, all through this album, and especially in that song, you seem to be adding kind of new melodic color to your take on the blues. It's less down and dirty and more flowing. Am I hearing it right, or am I sort of imagining that? Oh, you're definitely not imagining that. My my melodies have definitely changed. My melodies used to be a little bit harder to follow. I, I guess that's the best way I could put it. Like they weren't so sing along. They weren't easy to latch onto and then repeat. And I kind of wanted to change that also because I love I love melodies that get stuck in your head. I I love that personally in the music that I listen to. It, it's not just something that I decide I wanted to do. I, it's something I've always been a fan of but was never able to pull off because I just didn't have the songwriting experience at the time. 
but now I've been really working on making my melodies stuff that really sticks with you. Well, and also uh, your your voice can carry it very nicely too. And I, it sounds to me like you've been your voice has been evolving and you've been learning it more too. Definitely, I've been learning about all the different tones I have available. People don't people don't understand that um, that half of singing is knowing exactly which tone to assign to which part of the song. They all portray different emotions. And a lot of people, like, I think that's the defining difference between somebody who's considered a good singer and somebody who's not, somebody who knows how to assign tones to emotions and translate that to the audience. Well, obviously, you have uh, learned to do that quite well, you know, because I've been listening to that song all week. And frankly, I'm still sort of flying myself. Um, (laughs) um, uh, There's a line in there about missing you, but, um, and I don't miss you because you're here, but I'm going to miss you because (laughs) unfortunately, Jackie, we're out of time, right? I love this EP. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today and bringing us your music. This has been a delight. Yes, likewise. Thanks for having me on again. I really appreciate it. That's Jackie Vincent, and the EP is Transcends, and it does. And if you're in the L.A. area, catch her live show tonight at the uh, legendary Hotel Cafe on Coinga between Sunset and Hollywood. The way is open. You won't have a problem with the Oscars. Her music is on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on Bandcamp. You can follow her at her website, JackieVincent.com. She's on tour, so, you know, check it out, and maybe she's going to be in one of your your cities. And uh, if you can, and catch her live, and while you're on her site, she's got some really cool T-shirts there, too. Okay, we're going to uh, take a break now because uh, our broadcast partner, World Arts, has a little message for you, and then we'll be right back and talk to Dream On. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. It is all about the music. And, of course, we're all about the music, which is why we're a partner with World Arts, which, as they said, is a global music platform. You should be part of it. You know, you can sign up for free. It doesn't cost anything. www.worldarts.com. We're there. So are you. And let me just remind everybody, we're back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. And, of course, we always want to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511. But we know a lot of you are at work and you're sitting there with your headphones on or you're listening to us on a podcast or you're listening to us on Stitcher or you're listening to us tomorrow in London. So you can't call in. Email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, let me tell you about our next guest. Her name is Dream On, and I can't get enough of her. She just, she just makes me feel good listening to her. 
especially, and she makes me feel good in her music videos. She's kind of funky. She's kind of rocky. She's kind of silly. She's kind of really incisive. And all along the way, she's a lot of fun. Uh, no wonder she has been called a sardonic valley girl, love child of David Bowie and Wonder Woman, <laughs> which does not mean that she isn't a prolific talent, but that she most certainly is. In addition to racking up a shelf full of awards, her debut song, Rebel Soul, will be in the upcoming Netflix film, High Strung Free Dance. Plus, she also has songs on TV shows, Parenthood and White Collar, as well as in films and web series, and she's just all over the place. Uh, and she has just released a, or she's about to release, she hasn't released it yet, a new single, No Chill. Not bad for a woman whose career in music was an accident, literally in a car. Welcome, Dream On, and congratulations on the upcoming release of No Chill. Thank you so much. Wow, what a wonderful introduction. Uh, <laughs> Great to be well, actually, here. there was a lot more to it, but you know, we 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 had to to, to cram we had to cram it in. You've done so many things. <laughs> in, in fact, well, Dre, there's there's so many things to talk about. You know, your accidental entry in music, your new song, your red hair. Yes, inquiring minds want to know about that. Um, lots <laughs> of things, but but first, let me ask you about your name, and let's, let's just remind the audience that it's not. D-R-E-A-M on, as in, you want what? Dream on, buddy. Or right. is it well, kind of a tongue-in-cheek take on that? It, it's a little bit of a dual meaning. Um, it's a little bit of a dual meaning. You know, people say dream on all the time when when uh, when you have something that you really want to achieve, you know. And there are people, there are naysayers always, right? And so yep. it's kind of the thing that, you know, I think – a lot of people pursuing something that seems kind of crazy, you know, uh, people will say that, you know, they'll say, oh, yeah, you know, keep dreaming, dream on, you know, in <laughs> in, in so many words. And my name uh, being Dree, going by uh, Dree Patters for many years, which is uh, a nickname and then my last name um, for previous projects, I wanted to kind of come up with something new to represent new music and the new sound that I was migrating into and dream on just kind of came to me after brainstorming you know I had maybe like 200 choices you know and I was going through this list and really trying to see what was going to represent me and I thought music is just one of those dreams but it doesn't have to just be a dream you know everybody's everybody's going for it now and I just want to encourage people to go for it, whatever it is that they want to do. Well, you know, the reason I asked you about your, your name first at the beginning of this interview is, is because it's emblematic. I think it's kind of emblematic of what you do. Just like you were saying, you know, you went through all of these, these permutations. Um, and what you do is clever. It's funny. You make people think, um, which is, I think, what you try to do in your music and your videos. Um, or, may, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe all you try to do is have fun. Why don't you, you – which is it? <laughs> no, I definitely want to make people think. You know, I mean, first of all, fun is probably the most important because pursuing music can be so stressful and difficult. So we have to find, you know, fun and not just music, but just, you know, anybody's job or anybody's, you know, expressions. Like, 
they can be, you know, they can be hard. So I I felt like with with the music video, it's a little bit of a respite from that. Um, and with with all the crazy things that are going on in the world all the time, it's nice to have a break, you know, and it's nice to just feel good. Like you were saying, you know, just want to make people feel good. And as far as think, you know, it's it's just uh, each each video that I do is kind of related to a little piece of reality, you know, a little piece of art imitating life, imitating art, et cetera. And <laughs> so, yeah, I just, yeah. you know, well, want to bring that little side of things I've gone through, you know, out there so that other people can relate because I know, I know they can. And they, and actually we're going to give them an opportunity here. We're going to play a little bit of Rebel Soul, which is not about the Confederacy. So this is Rebel Soul. <laughs> Now, this came out in November, and uh, it, it created uh, uh, quite an impression with the lyrics. And I'm going to re- repeat some of the lyrics from, from the first verse here. I want to spin out across the earth. I want to shake my ass until my body hurts. Break the clocks, throw the time away. Are you going to come with for the rest of the day? Now, there's a, a funky bass line in there, lyrics that read like kind of a call to a lover, but the video itself that goes with that is sort of an anthem against soul killing jobs, uh, complete with yes. a controller dance number. So tell us what's going on there. Well, I wrote this song. Um, it's interesting because I feel like there's always somebody in the group, you know, amongst friends that is kind of that rebellious kind of that bad influence and it's so funny because throughout my upbringing and it was really worse you know when I was a teenager but I I think I never wanted to do what I was told to do you know and and for me whenever I had you know a chance I would try to play hooky or try to get people to you know oh don't go to work let's you know let's go you know go to the museum instead or go see this concert you know and um and so, and you know, as the video shows, I'm, you know, trying to get all my coworkers to, like, band together and just have a dance party and go out. And, you know, that's kind of symbolic of, of taking a break from, you know, from, uh, from the mundanality, whatever that is for you, you know, and just going and being a little bit of a, a re- rebel out there, you know. 
Well, the, 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 you mentioned the video, and, and the video is really well done, and it's well choreographed and well danced. It's, it's, it's a first-class uh, piece of art, and I urge everybody to take a look at it after the show today, of course. Um, given your dance background, uh, were you involved in the choreography and the blocking of that? Yeah. So, um, actually, from my dance background, I happened to meet Jamie Overla, and she is an amazing choreographer. Um, one of the best dancers I've ever seen. And we used to work together um, back in the day, dancing here and there. And she was so kind to jump on board and be part of this project. And she totally took my vision and brought it to life. And, you know, we uh, ended up workshopping some ideas together um, at the studio, at a dance studio. But she totally came prepared. She had everything down she was just so professional and so willing to accommodate a couple of my little ideas and moves here and there and together we made it what it was so yeah and it's and it's really good even even the uh, the unicorn and it is uh, a lots of fun now you were a dancer before you shifted to songwriting and singing um can you tell us about that led to that shift and how you did well, it well you Oh yeah, well it's it's so interesting. I mean it's crazy because I started as a dancer and I was doing a lot of um, a lot of work with different studios as a kid and then in schools, um, you know, junior high and high school. And um, I ended up being hit by a car walking across the street, which is like a dancer's nightmare. I mean I didn't even have an injury because of dancing. You know, it was like something totally out of my control and um and it ended up putting me out you know for 6 months to a year and in that time i really discovered my love of songwriting and even though i didn't pursue it for a few years later um i did eventually get back to dancing and i did that but um it really planted the seed for me as a songwriter because i had so many feelings about that accident i i felt so angry and so helpless and it was just amazing that I could just put a pen to paper and express myself and come up with all these, you know, lyrics and thoughts and a lot of them in rhyme schemes, you know, (laughs) and I didn't even know anything about the art of songwriting. I just had this raw desire to, to do it. And luckily a few years later, um, I got the confidence to make some moves on it. Well, it, obviously it worked. And, and also, it seems like in looking at that video, you got your dance groove back, too. Well, the time has come. I want everybody to listen close because we're going to give you a, your ears a bit of a preview of uh, Dree, Drew, Dree's new single, which is going to be released next Friday. So you're getting a little bit of a sneak peek. Here is No Chill, which you can and should pre-order on iTunes as soon as the show's over. This is uh, No Chill. Yes, please. No play. Oh, yeah. Spinning out, round and round in circles, stationary, every damn day. Need someone to bend me down and feed me some. Grace. 
And you can talk with her too. You can call in 347-215-7511, or you can email, and you are emailing, but I'm going to give you the address anyway. It's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let's turn to some of these emails. Irina in Los Angeles um, wants to know, have you ever acted? Have you ever been in film or television? Um, Funny enough, I actually did um, the background work for my friend who came out with this um, award-winning film last year called MFA, and she uh, she wrote, produced, and starred in it. And it also featured um, featured some prominent actors. And she asked me to just do the background work, you know, be an art student. So I said, sure, why not? And uh, I ended up getting one line. <laughs> so I'm in there. I have one speaking line, and it's really fun to watch myself. Also, kind of terrifying um, to watch myself on screen. But prior to that, um, I did do some theater stuff as a dancer and some other background work. But I never really pursued acting. You know, I just kind of included it as that all-encompassing entertainer thing, where you have to kind of be able to go out there and be open to this gig and that gig and try things. But okay, um, yeah, I never made it my focus to, to pursue. I think it would be fun and very difficult to try and be a part of. And I have so much respect for actors. I think it's incredible what they do. Okay. Um, Bozeman in Seattle uh, wants this. <laughs> He's got some advice for you. He says, you should write a blog. You're funny. Or maybe you should do a video blog. Oh, I love that, and thank you uh, okay. so much. For, All right, I'll let you. I'll let those, you think about that. Words. Yeah. Well, we go cool. to, to Leslie in Tampa. Leslie says, um, "I saw your video. I know just how you feel, but my boss would never become a unicorn." <laughs> so. You know, I don't think none of mine would either. Uh, <laughs> but it's All a right. fantasy, you know. Um, Rudio in um, Los Angeles uh, wants to know what instruments did you play and have you always had music in your life? Oh, uh, thanks, Rudy. Um, I play the guitar and I sing, obviously, but I and I'm dabbling in ukulele and piano. But in the past, no, I I've always been a music lover and I've always loved singing, but that was all more of a recent, like the last, you know, I'd say eight years kind of thing that I was really getting into it. And as far as my instrumentation, instrumentational skills, um, I actually picked up the guitar just a little over two years ago. And I worked really hard, took a lot of lessons, and I I made myself learn how to play. So now I'm accompanying myself and uh, that's something I never thought I could do. Wow. Well, congratulations. Uh, Thank uh, you. You know, I said that, that um, No Chill is immediately recognizable as a, uh, as a Dream On song. Um, and I want to play a cut uh, from a little later in, uh, in the song uh, to, to illustrate uh, the different ways in which it, it does reflect you. Um, this is... Um, Rebel Soul again, but it's it's later in the uh, the song. It's about the two and a half minute mark.
you know, I can hear your style in that, um, and, and how it, uh, um, reflects or it sounds stylistically like no chill, even though, you know, one, one song is led with a funky bass guitar and, and this is a kind of on the edge of romantic, you handle melody in a certain way. Uh, you do it so it, it almost has its own rhythm inside of it and you curl your voice a certain way. Um, how would you describe the, the dream on sound? Hmm. Um, funky, um, soulful, um, attitude, fast, um, yeah, a little vibrato. <laughs> I think, um, I think, you know, with melody and stuff, it's, to me, that's, that's really where I shine, and, and that's my stronger point in songwriting, and I, um, yeah, I just, I just love melodies, and I think from being a dancer, and you talk about the rhythm. I think that that all kind of ties together. Hmm. Are you, is your voice trained? Do you have a voice voice coach? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I've had several over the years. Okay. When you um, you put these songs together, how much of the music is electronic, and how much of it is live, a band, or your own your own live playing? For performances, I do all different kind of things. I play solo acoustic renditions. I play full band shows. Um, and so far with the band shows, it's been completely organic. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, I want to play um, the first few seconds of No Chill again and, um, and, and ask you about it because we do have a couple, a couple minutes left here. And this is kind of interesting to to hear the the ways in which you you put your voice and your music together so just as we're going to this is just a few seconds of no chill sure Now, you begin with a voice that sounds like you just breathed a little helium, right? And then <laughs> over the next 30 seconds, it kind of glides back into your normal register. Did you auto-tune that, or or um, do you just really know how to manipulate your voice? Um, you know what? It's it's interesting. I worked with Jaime Velez, who's uh, he is an audio um vocal engineer i mean he's a music engineer and he did an amazing job um getting my performance and also putting you know the right levels of eq and compression he's won an award for um a a song for the chain smokers sorry he's won a grammy (laughs) excuse Mm -hmm. me he's won he's won a grammy and uh and he really really knows what he's doing so as far as the vocal performance um, there wasn't really any intention um, put behind the register or the tone just to make it sound amazing and to, you know, really um, translate what I was trying to say. So 
um, as far as, you know, there were some things where I wanted to maybe have um, the words come out a little bit more forward in my, in my mask, like in my nose, um, mm-hmm. more hmm. than back in my throat. Um, and that was just to kind of get a little bit of a more crisp articulation. But it wasn't, you know, and to, and to really nail the pitch. So it wasn't, um, yeah, it wasn't like, uh, okay, I want it to sound like, you know, I, you know what I mean, like a different person. Um, yeah. I have quite uh, a chameleon-like <laughs> voice, and I can do a lot of different um, sounds, which I realized doing, writing different songs um, for different purposes. Because sometimes I write songs for other people, and sometimes I write songs with hopes of them being on, you know, TV ads. And I've, I've done all different kind of things. I've even sung in a British voice. I've sung in, uh, you know, in, um, in a super rock voice. And I, you know, just through the years, I discovered that I have a bunch of voices. Not in my head, okay? Yeah. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm singing. Well, we um, we have a bunch of voices here, one of which is telling us that we are out of time, right? oh, and no. none of our voices are either auto-tuned or helium-filled, um, but this has been very entertaining. You are a great guest, and I thank you so much for being with us today, and also for letting us give our audience a little little peek at uh, No Chill on, on, their, on the radio here. No, so, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you having me, and thank you to everybody listening. Well, before we leave, how can people get their own copy of Rebel Soul and pre-order a copy of No Chill real quickly? Oh, okay, great. So people can go on um, any digital store that they prefer, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, you name it, um, and look me up, Dream On, and you'll find me. Just make sure it's D-R-E-E, not D-R-E-A-M, you know. (laughs) Okay, all right. And uh, also her music is on Spotify. I always recommend that people get their own copy, so check it out. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyberstation USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feed, and you'll get updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our intern is Angeline Serrano, who has her own radio show now. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com, Music Friday. You can also get the podcast on iTunes. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be Gina Chavez, and she's so much fun. Check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page. We'll update you on the other guests. That's it for now. Have a great musical weekend. And just lost you. <laughs>